0: Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it here today as I adjust my mic. So I'm sorry if that doesn't sound good. Everybody. I just
1: it's had to angry. adjust my green screen. It was like all over the place. I mean,
0: adjusting the mic. Welcome David velvet rope, Sarah Fraser.
1: <laughs> Hi David. Oh my that's God. Your,
0: that's your B level introduction here today, Sarah.
1: David, 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 do we have dirt? And I'm just going to say it. I think you owe me lunch.
0: I owe you lunch.
1: I think you owe me lunch at Craig's, which I hear the food is terrible, but the scene is great.
0: Now, here's a couple of things. First off, let's start with our last time we talked about. We talked about a text that you received from the one, the only Miss Candace Diller. (laughs) Yes, Candace. And you said she texted you to say, hey girl, how's LA, bish. And that she is getting ready to film RHLP. And I called bullshit. I said, I think Candace is very good at what she does. Love me some candy gal, but love the music too. It's, it's real music. Um, but you know that I thought this was a red herring and Candace was putting it out there on purpose. So you would spread the narrative. You did get press, Sarah. I got you picked up. Oh my
1: God, David got the press. <laughs> Like, I don't know if I want this press or not. I don't know. Do you think it's a violation? Should I have read her text? I, I have not heard from her. I hope that's a good sign that she's just busy. Um, But maybe it's a sign we're no longer friends. I don't know.
0: Listen, there but- are so many housewives that kind of hate me. Um, I'll silence my phone, everyone. Um, There are a bunch of housewives that hate me. So I don't know. You know, I find that these housewives just don't understand that you and me and their neighbor and their barber and their beautician and their nail person, that the rest of us people need to eat. We actually need to put food in our bodies. Now I've put a lot of food in my body and things are going in the wrong direction, but I'm taking care of it. I've made some, I've made some appointments. Shout out to Dr. Julie. And we're, we're gonna rectify some of the things that are happening here. But we all need to eat and um. Yeah, so I find that in my experience, the housewives get mad if you are on your knee pads kissing their ass. They will still be mad about something because they are up there and we are all down here in this world. So do I think Candace is mad at you that you read these texts on Behind the Velvet Rope? And if you come on Behind the Velvet Rope, if you're Beyonce or if you're Sarah Fraser, you still get the same amount of press. I got you some press. It's in print. Sarah Fraser has spoken out about Candy Gal. I told you you were going to get press as soon as you said this. But I don't think she's, I think she is. Look, there's a lot of cool housewives. Like Margaret's never gotten mad at me for anything for revealing anything. So
1: I feel, I don't think think Candace, you know, I think Candace really gets the game of television. And I think Candace, as long as people are talking about her, I think Candace is thrilled. I don't think every housewife feels that way. Um, you know, I know Ashley Darby as well, and I know she's been on more of a spiritual journey and she really, I don't think likes, she hasn't said this to me, but I just in knowing her and seeing her at events, I don't think she likes the gossip. I don't think Candy really cares. I I don't think Candace cares at all. I think Candace doesn't give a fuck as long as people are talking. She's now picked up for another season. Um, No, I just felt, and you know, I didn't reveal everything in the text message. I guess, you know, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, it's a fine line, I think, of like reading people's personal texts. But overall, I, I think, and I will follow up with her this week, that she would be happy that I was defending and saying she would be back. And now it looks like she'll be back.
0: And please, when you talk to Candy Gal, tell her that I wasn't, I wasn't coming for her. I just, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe her text, Um, which I guess I was kind of shading her, but I didn't, I just was giving my honest opinion. I had nothing against her. I really thought it was a red herring. And, you know, I believed the hype of like, it made, listen, I think she should be back. I'm thrilled she's back. And I thought she was probably coming back. But the more I read that she wasn't, the more I'm like, this makes sense. It wasn't like I was reading Teresa Giudice is not coming back to the Real Housewives of New Jersey because they fired her. Not, not oh, That doesn't make sense. But I, I was like, this, this, this candy gal gets a little crazy sometimes.
1: She has to be on your show. I love you. I mean, and you're so sincere and you like ride for like everybody that's been on your show. Like you're so, I'm like more of a bitch on this like podcast than you are. Like I'm always talking shit about people. And you're like, no, they're really nice. I'm like, oh, fuck, David. But I will say this. Also, Candy fuels the drama that tweet earlier this this uh, week where she wrote, well, when one door closes, another door opens. Here's my theory on that. I think that was referring to something in her music career or even more so in her acting career, because honestly, in knowing Candace a little bit and having Chris Bassett on, you know, my show over the years. Candy, I think, really wants to be a legit actress and singer. That's what she really wants to do. And I think yeah. she's, I don't think she gives a shit about Housewives like long term. I think she's going to parlay that into how can I be an actress? I think that tweet was probably about a big role she was going for that she may not have gotten.
0: Interesting. Well, that's now. I agree with you that I think she wants this singing. Listen, her album. First of all, she was on a couple of things that you said. A, she was on my show. B, you're right. You come on my show you you do get like nine, six months where I'm like going to bow down to you. It's a little long now, Candy Gal. So you're starting to get in that category of like, I might say something bad about you because it's, you know, a year and two months ago doesn't keep me warm at night. So Candy Gal, come back because then I will sing your praises like Sarah's. You're right. When someone comes on my show and does the show, you I do. will sing your praises for a good amount of time until you don't. And then, you know, you got to come back or I'm going to have to put you on the chopping block. Um, But I think I owe you lunch at Craigs. I think, you know, the latest is, you know, she put that out there. You know what I think also? I think Candy Gal listened to our talk. They all listen, Sarah. They say they don't, but they all, I have so many examples of things where I'm like, no, I, I, I think she listened. I listen. I never thought this isn't my ego. I oh my never, God,
1: I keep thinking that no one ever, I never, listened, I I never though I
0: thought, you. I don't know. I never thought anyone listened, honestly.
1: I know we have a chart topping podcast and I forget that every week when we do this and I say show so much shit. Okay, go on.
0: I don't think they listen to me. I think when it's, when it's New Jersey, I do. I think the Jackie Gold Schneider listens. I think, I think they, I think when it's their thing, when they see Wendy Osefo on behind the velvet rope. Giselle wants to hear Candy. Same thing with Salt Lake. When I had Meredith Marks on, I know for a fact two of these little lovely women listened to see what Meredith was saying about them. So I think if Candy Gal sees her name in the in the title, like she might have, I think personally this sounds so ego driven, but I truly think she listened, and I think she was like, and I think she might have even seen the press that said Sarah Fraser says this. I get you- it. Mind you, you also said, I don't want to reveal anything else. And it says that in the article. So it's, you have a good look on you for this, but, and you also said you thought she was coming back, but I think that she read it and she said, oh no. No oh no, behind the velvet rope and Sarah Frazier, I will control the narrative of my return to Potomac. And I think she posted that person. You have that yet? It's your opinion? My opinion is that sh- her post has something to do with you and me. And that is so fucking ego. It sounds so ego driven, but I'm not, I think the timing of it is just strange mm. that it was announced that she's coming back, but you you were, had an article that said Sarah Frazier, and she was like, oh, Sarah Fraser's going to announce my return to control. Like, fuck her. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking, I think she listened and saw the press and she was like, I'm going to throw them off right, I will control this and I'm going to get in fucking trouble by Bravo. And I'm going to get in trouble. I mean, they get in trouble if they're like, I'm coming back everyone like five days before, but really you did nothing wrong. She's not mad at you.
1: Well, that's okay. That's where I feel like you just nailed it. That's where I feel like, did I violate her friendship? Because you're right. They're not supposed to say. However, I have to say, I have a lot of TLC people on and there's supposedly all that bullshit about TLC too, where they're not supposed. And they always fucking, they always go, well, I'll be back for season four or there's definitely going to be a season two. They always say, so I mean, I have have shit where my-
0: I have people, Carol Raswell, who's calling out producers and saying they suck. I mean, production and Bravo I and know. Andy. And then I'm on the phone with Bravo like 20 minutes later being like, can you make Lindsay from Summer House happen for me, please? And no one calls me out. So I feel I I, I feel this business is so fucking busy that whatever the drama is for 15 minutes, it's just like you got to get like it. I run my own day like that. I'm like, OK, there's drama here from 8 to 8, 15. And now I have to go on to the new drama. I can't deal with this ultimate anymore. So whoever's mad is mad and just let's move on, guys.
1: And I think ultimately, like, because of, you know, racist things that they have and haven't addressed, I think they have bigger issues than if somebody reveals if they're coming back for a season. At this point, especially where, are we going on the sixth season of Real Housewives of Potomac? No, seven. Wasn't it the seventh season they announced?
0: Seven. yeah. Yeah. So... Okay. I, yeah, but she's the point is, I owe you lunch, and Candy Gal is coming back, and you predicted it. And when she texted you and said she was coming back, and I called bullshit, she was right. So, Candace, welcome back. Now, come on my show. I, I listen, I love Candace. I've always said it. I think she's drop dead gorgeous. She I, is. I do. She's I think so she's beautiful. drop dead gorgeous. She's, she's nice. She, she was nice to me. Really, she was. Look.
1: I have to tell you, and I'm biased because I lived in D.C. for so long, but I love that franchise. All of them. Wendy, all of them. You know, the only person I really haven't met is Giselle. And I and I really actually am kicking myself. I should actually reach out to her because, again, you defend her all the time. You say she's amazing. Listen,
0: she's She's I think so far she has a thing with me where she will do my show once a season at the beginning of the season. That's it. Do not ask Giselle to come back twice. Do not ask her during the reunion at the beginning of the season. Giselle will come back and check in and give me an interview. I mean, what more could I really ask for? Right. I mean,
1: I love Karen Huger. I've met Karen and Ray multiple times. Karen and I co-hosted a Bloomingdale's um, fashion and perfume launch. She I was almost Ray. went to that
0: one. And you see, I, I went to the yes. one. Remember, I called you. I went to the yes. one here in Huntington, Long Island to try to lock down the grand dom for the behind the velvet rub and it didn't quite go that she was very lovely but she was like honey we have to go through do you want to hear something okay i'm not gonna reveal i have some dirt about karen really listen i think there how can i put it this way i think there are things that she would do to go on a podcast i think if there were things offered to her she would say yes
1: Oh, if she would get paid. Okay. Um, Well, I will tell you this. What, she's Sarah, what did you say about Karen Huber? <laughs> no, I
0: don't care. <laughs> I would say tell, it.
1: I will tell you only my experience. Karen has been on my podcast. It took a very long time. Karen feels that she does not need a lot of exposure. She feels like she's very picky. I'm sure, I feel like she has to do your show. Your show is bigger than mine. Like she should be doing your show. I will just tell you this. They never even asked or mentioned payment ever, ever. She came on and did my show. I don't even know, a year ago? Maybe
0: yeah, well, honey
1: maybe just the local I think the local connection is it, you know, was it obviously I've, I've moved from d c to l a so I'm not sure how much that's gonna hold up anymore, but um maybe that was it, you know,
0: I don't know, but candy gal, welcome back, Potomac, let's go, let's go, I think this past season to me was not as great as the Candace Monique season.
1: Oh, I'm with you. How could you top the binder? Look, I wish Monique was coming back, but like we talked about last episode, you know, she's moved on to love and marriage, you know, DC. She's, she, you know, she it was so obvious that Monique and Chris hated the franchise. Hated. Um, but I, I miss Monique. Monique with that binder was, that was epic reality Bravo television classic. And I don't understand why Bravo was not better to Monique. I don't know.
0: What, no, she, and when she came on here, we talked all about this, but what do you think is the more iconic prop now that you mention it at the reunion, the binder, which Monique has now made into a whole YouTube and YouTube videos and music Mo- Monique's binder or, or, or Kim Richards and the bunny, giving it back to Lisa Rena. What's more mm-hmm. iconic?
1: I think the bunny, unfortunately, like the bunny is number one. And then number two is the binder absolutely because the, they, just no matter what i mean now i think you and i've talked about this but beverly hills has really surpassed even atlanta i mean atlanta was like the marquee but i do think beverly hills is so big it almost transcends pop culture you know what i'm saying like they mesh with the kardashians now they you know it's it's so big it's so yes
0: funny. yes and yes and by the way i think an epic fail of a prop at the reunion is doctor osepho with her blown up text that is like you know, like those big monopoly <laughs> when they hold it up like, yes, like That Doctor Osefo, <laughs> go back to school and figure this out. Like, call call Monique and get get a lesson in this. That that's that's an yeah, epic fail. It,
1: yeah, it was too much. It didn't really work the way she wanted it. I think.
0: Well, speaking of summer house, let's take a minute. Well, you know, you're 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 new to the franchise. What are you mm-hmm. thinking of? Our, and by the way, there's some very bitter person, which. That's okay. I still love my listeners, even though you're bitter, but someone has decided to tell me to go fuck myself that, um, and they do it in the public comments. So go find these public comments. But, okay. Um, still love you listener. I mean, I love all the listeners. It's someone with like, you know, no face has like two followers. So you created this account. <laughs> just tell me to fuck off, which is cool. You guys could all create, leave all the comments you want, leave nasty ones, guys. I don't care. Um, on the IG that's where it is. Um, cause we have lots of people on YouTube today, but they basically have multiple times have said from you and me speaking, I guess you and our, maybe it was, I think it was you, we, we did a sh- I did a show about Vanderpump rules that have like the ratings are down for Vanderpump rules, period. Now that is a fact. So let's just drop okay. that. That's, that's a fact. And this person decided to comment that, you know, I go fuck myself, that the ratings for Summer House are down and they hope that no one from Vanderpump Rules ever comes on my show. Lisa, Lala, Sheena, Stasi, cause how dare I trash Vanderpump Rules, mind you, I've had Lala, I've had Sheena, I've had many other people from Vanderpump Rules. There will be people coming back very soon from Vanderpump Rules. But how dare I talk about the disgusting ratings for Vanderpump Rules. And here I am, you and I doing a show about Summer House and how great it is. And how dare I not mention the shit ratings on Summer House. So for you bitter listener that left this comment, this is for you. The ratings on Summer House ain't so great. They're not, they're shit. It's, it's, Summer House is different. It's, it's I'm not giving it a pass. It's just that the Vanderpump had a fall from grace. That was all I was trying to say. To me, it was the best show on Bravo that has ever existed in the history of Bravo. That's my personal opinion. At the height of it, it was my number one show ever that has ever existed on Bravo, no close second and it just i thought this past season was horrible I, I didn't like it i love lala love she loved the people on it i just didn't like it summer house i don't know what the latest numbers are but the ratings are not so great now. no they're not so they, there you go but you know i think that they are better than when it started summer house is like the little show that could but what well here okay right here oh Oh, 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 it okay, started, right. it started this season at 600,000. That ain't so great. That's terrible. But wait, it gets worse. What? It went to then like 585, 541, 480. They
1: won't keep it. I- you don't think?
0: But this no, is-
1: no. I mean, even, even OC, which is struggling and Andy defends. Struggling. I mean, in whatever in dvr however they, they track that metric i mean it still gets to about a million i think i think the threshold is 750,000 or higher i don't think if if that is for i doubt it
0: may i present two arguments of why they will keep summer house i'm just okay a these ratings have been this Forever, I just looked up the prior seasons. They've been this for a while,
1: and here's
0: here's the real reason. Kyle even joked about this at BravoCon. It's so cheap to produce. You renting a house in the Hamptons for the summer? I just rented one. I will be in the Hamptons for five months. Come to the Hamptons. I'm literally I'm literally selling, and when I say selling, I mean I'm no, I'm not charging anyone, but unless anyone, I'm literally, the calendar is filling up. We have, I'm literally taking residence in the Hamptons for five months, right down the street from the one, the only (laughs) Miss Countess Luanne de in Sad Harbor. So come find me, but the weeks are, the weeks are booking up. People are like screaming. I want that. I'm literally at a Hamptons calendar. So get out your calendar, Sarah, but here's the deal. I want to come when
1: Kim D is coming
0: is like driving. She's like, I'm going to be there every week. I'm like, whatever you want, dear. I don't There's too much. Just do what you okay. want. Um, renting a house in the Hamptons ain't cheap. And I didn't rent a house like that big. So they, that's an expense. Sure. But short of that, the cast, I mean, you look at like a Stassi, uh, a Jax, what they were making. This cast makes shit. They make nothing. Really? Ka- Kyle has even said it. Yeah, of course they make more now, but they don't when make a lot of money. When you say nothing,
1: what do you think? They make 10 grand an episode, Twelve? 20,000 an episode? How many
0: episodes are there? Let's just say there's 20 episodes. 12,
1: 30, okay, are there? Okay, are there well, no, hundreds? let's just
0: say 15. Um, I don't know, 10,000 an episode, like 158. Okay, well, Kyle and Carl and Lindsay make a good amount. Sure. And I think second tier, Paige... And Amanda are probably the second tier to what those three make. But then, I mean, I think Andrea and, and Maya and Sierra and all these new people probably make a dollar, 60,000, 50,000. I don't think they make a lot, really. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Bombas' mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone who's in need. Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the most comfortable clothes you can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, which is my favorite part, and has a luxurious, cozy feel. Now you guys are listening to my podcast, so you're all reality TV fans. I'm sure you've seen Bombas on Shark Tank. Shout out, Damon John. And listen... Thank you. The cat do you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. Their socks come in so many colors and patterns. So far, Bombas customers like yourself have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. Go to Bombas.com velvet and get 20% off any purchase. That's bomba dot velvet for 20% off. Bombas.com slash velvet velvet. Think back to when you were younger, when some more senior folks in your life told you, appreciate what you have while you have it. You know that saying, youth is wasted on the young? Well, let me tell you, it's true. As I age, I've turned to NAD plus supplementation. It's really become an important part of my health routine. Staying youthful in so many different ways, including energy, is really important to me. NAD, you may not know, is found in every single cell of your body, but the body doesn't have an endless supply. Actually, your NAD plus levels decline as you increase in age. That's why I've turned to basis by Elysium health basis has increased my energy. I'm less tired. It's actually even in with my workouts. And do you know, at Elysium health, they have dozens of the world's best scientists working with them and eight are Nobel prize winners. So here's a special offer for you guys. My behind the velvet rope listeners go to trybasis.com slash velvet and enter code velvet at checkout to save 10, off basis prepaid plans as well as other Elysium Health supplements. This episode is sponsored by Skillshare. Skillshare is the world's largest online community for creativity. Members around the world turn to Skillshare for discovering inspiration, learning new skills, and putting their talents to work in ways that they care about. When I first turned to Skillshare, I wanted to take a class on entrepreneurship, but man, I got lost in the rabbit hole of Skillshare in a really good way. They have so many classes to choose from, and it's such a nurturing, fostering community of creativity. The best class that I just took was Productivity for Creatives. There are freaking not enough hours in the day, and I am always trying to find better ways to be creative. I didn't think it was possible, but this class really helped me. And they cover so many categories, illustration, graphic design, photography, lifestyle, productivity, my personal favorite, marketing, music, entrepreneurship. Need I go on? Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash velvet and get a one month free trial. That's one month free at Skillshare.com slash velvet.
1: Wow okay well I you're don't. right it does come down to you know this god you've owned a business i mean if they can sell ads if they can get if they can get ad coverage and it is cheap to produce you're absolutely right even if it has four hundred eighty-eight thousand people, absolutely if they can't sell I'm ads, telling you, space, it. It. i'm telling
0: you that's it i'm telling you i just it. looked okay. at their they've, they've had these ratings forever and i mean compare okay. that to like i assume it costs you know Roni is in a state of crisis because you have a million dollars for Ramona, a million dollars for the countess, you have like 800 for Sonia. you had like 200,000 for Leah, you had 60,000 for Ebony. There you go. That those those were the salaries on that. Yeah, that's a big
1: number. That's that's big. And you know if they bring back Tinsley, I'm sure Tinsley is not going to do it for cheap, you know? I mean, so yeah, that's that is. It's a, it's a much bigger budget.
0: It's a much bigger budget. And then you look at like, again, I think Fancy Pants Dubrow got a million to come back. I just, I'm convinced of that. And she's never told me that, but I'm convinced
1: can of we, it. Can we just dish? Cause you just had her on for a second. Can I just ask you something? It's fascinating to me because it's not just you. I think she did some other interview. Maybe it was for Bravo or someone. She- I'm, I'm curious. She seems to come on these shows without makeup, without glam. Is that to basically show people like, this is how good I look at, is she 50 or 50 something?
0: Okay. Let's unpack all this. First of all, yes. Whatever other podcast she did, it wasn't a real podcast. Like she only does us weekly. And like, I, that's another one. I will sing Heather Dubrow's praises from now until she's Yes say what you want guys. I'm very self-serving, but it actually serves all of you because then they come on, yeah. and we can ask them these questions. Heather and Terry came on before they were great to me. And Heather was great to me. She came on with no makeup. Yep, She was in a ski jacket.
1: I love it. Um, but she I, only I does really very big. brave. I thought it was interesting. I was like, wow, is I wonder if this is strategic or it was. Yeah. I mean, she looked great without makeup. Um, but I was really surprised she did your show without makeup
0: surprised, right? A little surprised. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know what her, you know, I wasn't, I guess the next time I talked to her, maybe I should just say like, you do a lot of things without makeup. Can I ask why? I mean, she might tell me to fuck off, but I can put that on my agenda if that will make you happy.
1: I just, I would be curious, you know, most of the time when I see a lot of the housewives, you know, I mean, Lisa from Real Housewives of Salt, like, I mean, they, they Meredith, when she's been on your show, they seem to be glammed. And um, it was just interesting, you know, for someone as high profile as her, I I thought it was very brave, but I was also surprised. I was like, hmm, I wonder if that's, a str- is it, if that's a strategy to show Terry's work. I don't know.
0: Intro. Sarah, that is an interesting concept. <laughs> you
1: know, I, that's.
0: I didn't quite think of it like that, but okay. That's well, okay. That's very interesting. Almost um, like, you know,
1: I, my work, is, his work is so good on my face. I don't even need fucking makeup. That's what it seemed like to me. It was the ultimate Fu. you. Huh? Well, listen, I think, yes, Heather's in her fifties. And I I don't know. I think she's really pretty. I, I, that's just, me. oh my God. Are you kidding? I, you'd have to tape me up. Like, I mean, I'm planning a mini facelift at like 43 or 44, but I mean, yeah. You would have to tape me up, and she looked really good without makeup.
0: She looks really good. Yeah. Um, so, right, so I'm just saying, I think she's a million. So, I think that's the difference. And Shannon Bedore's probably five, oh, yeah. six, something. So that's the difference between New York, and I think Summerhouse. I think it could exist at these numbers. I really do, honest, uh, honest and true.
1: I'm still into it. It's great watching. I absolutely love how Kyle bought Amanda nothing for her 30th birthday. Amanda's amazing. Like I would have dumped his ass right there. Like I, you know, my husband is not the great, he's become a good gift giver. And he just threw his little mini surprise birthday party for me when we moved out here to LA. I was like, I was like, Oh my God, you like have totally stepped up your game. But if he came to my 30th party with nothing and then showed up with some fucking flowers and spilt the water out of the vase, I would have been like, I don't see it. Like I just, she's amazing to stay with him. He just, it's, he's too old to be that clueless. And I will
0: put my money on, look, I wish nothing but happiness for everyone just because I'm single and going to die alone. But I would hope that Amanda and Kyle last. And I would hope that Carl and Lindsay last, but Brand new couple alert. Like, I put my money on Carl and Lindsay. I really think Carl and Lindsay are going to last. I really do. They were friends for like six plus well, years, and she wanted this from him. She wanted this from him summers ago, and he was a fuckboy, as he says. And now, after losing a brother to addiction, oh. You know, right? I can like and getting sober. I mean, he wakes up. I really like just looking at the body language. To me, it's like Carl. We even see now on the show. Carl is saying things like, "You know, I'm ready. I, I think I want a relationship." And it's just like it just makes sense to me that Lindsay has wanted this with somebody. Like you haven't seen. The, I mean, this is why when Bravo said, rank the people you want to talk to from Summer House, Lindsay was my number one because she's been a dating mess. I love a good mess. And we yes. talked about that. And like, so she's wanted something with somebody and then to have it with like your best friend, someone that you actually have already slept with a million times in the past and wanted this with, it's just, she's in and he seems like he's like, oh my God, this has been under, like who else could come along that will replace someone who is like your truly good friend that you also want to fuck i don't know i i really am putting my money on carl and Lindsay, (laughs) amanda and kyle I, i i ain't convinced but i i wish they are wonderful they've done my show i wish them nothing wrong just being you know an older woman over here that has seen the world i don't think they're gonna break up today tomorrow So the next, just life is long, you know,
1: life is long and just things happen in life. That's all. I hope I'm wrong. They see, they do seem very in love. You know, both of them seem very connected to one another. I just, I don't know, you know, I mean, I know a woman very, you know, she's in media, she's in news, but she's with a guy and, you know, he never gives her a gift on any holiday or her birthday. And it it, it creates a resentment. It creates a resentment. It, It is a it's a small thing, but it's a big thing. And, 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 you know, it's always the small things that cause divorce. It's not the major ones. It's always the little things that add up. And I just think gifts are important. Even if it's a shitty gift, even if it's not the right gift and you can take it back and exchange, it's the, it's the, like, there's no excuse for, it's just poor planning not to have something.
0: It's poor planning. And listen, speaking about, you know, (laughs) love and love is love enough? I guess that's the question here today. Is love well, enough? I, well, no, because we have a new breakup fresh oh. off the press oh. just just released. Um I don't even know if you're gonna know who these people are, but Probably Josh, not. Josh Flagg and Bobby <gasps> Boyd.
1: I saw that. I saw his very blunt announcement of we're getting Bobby and I are divorcing.
0: <gasps> but, what do you
1: think? What do you think?
0: But Bobby's statement was much different. They come to the same. They both have love for each other. And the, but Bobby's statement was not like. I mean, Josh just starts. Bobby and I are divorcing. Period. But Bobby's is way longer and way more sensitive. So you should read his too. But look, I've had them both on my show separately. I just, from an outsider's point of view, just from watching, I mean, this, I really truly think. I mean, Josh, when we met him, had a boyfriend. Like, Josh wanted to live in the Beverly Hills Hotel for the rest of his life. And so then he did the house and all that. But I really feel like Bobby's lost both of his parents, like at this young age to cancer. I believe both of them to cancer. And so I just feel just, having had them both on my show what the fuck do I know I think Bobby because they've also alluded to the fact that they want different things I think Bobby wants oh, the white picket fence which they have but he wants children like true children family and I I personally don't think Josh wants children which you're rich enough can't you just have the kids and like leave them with like nannies all day okay I mean I know that's a very insensitive <laughs> thing to say but I mean like I don't know like can't you just have the children and like be a hands-off no, require- dad
1: Even, even if you hire nannies, look as someone, I only have a part-time one, so I, but it is, it is so much work. And like, if you want, I don't know, see, I didn't, I, I enjoyed Josh, Josh Flagg so much on million dollar listening, but I didn't really get into Bobby. I didn't really get into their relationship. So I don't know anything about it aside from it was shocking because when I have seen them together, they've seemed very loving. I thought it was more of a class issue myself because I do know, you know, Bobby comes from more humble beginnings. Uh, You know, Josh Flagg's obviously probably old money. Um, And I think they started out thinking, oh, this will be great. And then, you know, I think Josh Flagg probably wants another old money guy that, you know, can relate to his lifestyle is my thought. But Mm -hmm. I'm just... That's, I don't know, but you know them, you've interviewed them. I don't know anything except for the short things I've seen. If you're hiring, you
0: need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Why would you want to look all over for candidates that are not going to be qualified? How do you think I've staffed this entire office that helps me run this Behind the Velvet rope podcast? Indeed, do you think I have time to spend hours on multiple job sites? hoping to find candidates that might have the right skills. Indeed makes it easy to hire and offer so much. With instant match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of qualified candidates with resumes that actually match your job description. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash velvet offer valid through March 31st, go to indeed.com slash velvet to claim your $75 credit before March 31st indeed.com slash velvet terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed from wondering rich and daily is a podcast you guys have to check out what do they deal with they give you your daily dose of celebrity gossip is there anything we like here better behind the velvet rope you guys than celebrity gossip you know the answer is no kim and pete courtney and travis is there going to be a wedding of course but when is the wedding going to be what is chris jenner going to plan this wedding So many questions, they keep us posted on everything. Hosts Brooke Schifrin and Arisha Skidmore Williams, they're comedians, they're besties, and they're the perfect guides to spill all the celebrity tea. They'll keep you up to speed on the secrets, the scandals, the news, and the entertainment world. It's like a one-stop shop for your celebrity gossip. And look, Brooke and Arisha, they're like me. They don't hold back on nothing. They tell it like it is. What's fact? What's fiction? Don't worry, Brooke and Arisha will get to the bottom of it. Listen to Rich and Daily on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen and free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Look what's going on in our world today, especially in our world of reality TV, Twitter, and Instagram. We see people posting that look beautiful and glamorous and rich, and they look like they have everything. And listen, it's creating a lot of self-esteem issues amongst people. If you're struggling with issues of low self-esteem or anything else, body issues, anxiety, one size does not fit all when it comes to looking for help or therapy. That's why I'm telling you, you need to turn to Talkspace. Talkspace Online Therapy gives you unlimited access to a licensed therapist that is set aside to meet your needs and help you with the issues that you're looking to work out. In today's world, everybody is so busy, but listen, Talkspace understands you need to set time aside to put yourself first. They have chat, video, audio options for live sessions, and you can get support on your own terms from any device get the one size fits one support you need with talkspace sign up today at talkspace.com and get 100 off your first month with promo code velvet that's 100 dollars off at talkspace.com promo code velvet i my mind listen i i mean what the hell do i know that's a very interesting takeaway i i just assume like josh has so much money that like you look at Bobby's wrist, like he has the Rolex. Listen, Bobby is a successful, you know, he might've bought the Rolex. I just thought Josh has so much that like, whoever comes along for the ride, he's paying. I mean, Josh also likes things. Like he wants to wake up on a Monday and say, I want escargot. And that would be in France, not down the street at Craig's and then fly to Paris. So I think no matter who Josh is with, like, I just think he would, unless it's a few select people that have money i just think i never thought he minded paying for everything and i'm not degrading bob because he makes a salary but josh just has a shitload of money i mean i asked bobby when he's on my show like you know this is the stereotype please debunk it but i that's interesting i really thought my mind went to the children that like this he wants a true family with parents that have passed and just like he wants like yeah. Listen, it's the same no, I reason. Think you're right. It's the same reason Chris um and Jason Oppenheim broke up from selling yeah. sunset. So I don't
1: believe you look, have the child, like you will never, I always tell people if you are at all, cause I did not want kids until I turned 35. Like I had no interest. I, I hated children. I never babysat. And then it like completely kicked in. I was like, oh my God, I want a family. Like I, If you are at all curious, you should have them because they are the most amazing. There's so much work. So even with money, it helps, but there's still so much work. So, but it's the most rewarding thing. So I don't blame Bobby. Like if that's, if you're probably correct, because you're more of an insider than I am. I, he should have the family. He should have the kids, especially I think losing both your parents. It's that's a game changer emotionally, the depth of you emotionally. And maybe Josh just, yeah. I mean, if Josh isn't there with it, that's a lot. So good for Bobby. If that's what they, if he wants. I'm
0: convinced. And it's the same reason Jason and Chriselle broke up. And I say two things to all of this. A they're both look, Bobby's hot. So he's going to find someone that is going to be, loving and lick. He'll, they'll probably be way less eccentric than Josh and ah. they will offer him a real true marriage. And Hey, Josh, call me. I don't want kids. So like,
1: <laughs> be great. Oh I, God. Was,
0: I, I was out last night having drinks with the one, the only miss Dana, R H O B $25,000 sunglasses, Wilkie <laughs> and her daughter was with us. I think I'm allowed to say that I never, does everyone know Dana has a daughter, but maybe I'm revealing something I shouldn't, but anyway, too late now because I just said it, but the point I'm trying to make is at some point during our drinks, Dana finished at my place. She had, I think three, yeah, I'm going to, I'm not alcohol shaming her. I'm just, I'm just counting guys. Dana had like three or four glasses of champagne here and then had a bottle of wine at where we went for drinks and then she was going out afterwards. I oh, had like wow. two, I had like two martinis, but at somewhere when she finished the bottle, cause you know, we all change and we drink a little bit. She was like, my daughter is everything. And the words weren't flowing that much, a little bit. And she was telling me like, you know, that I'm, what does she say? She said, I'm disconnected. And one day I'm going to want children. And I'm like, listen, listen, honey, like there's just things that, I know about myself. And it's like, so I understand it both ways. Like, I understand like a Jason Oppenheim or like a Josh, he just doesn't want children. It's just, and you know what? Bravo to those people. Bravo to me. I mean, yes. more people who shouldn't have children, you know, who, who just do it. Oh, I'm a straight woman. I'm a straight man. And this is what's expected of me. Just, you know, it's, I, I know that I don't have that, that in me. I have other
1: nope. things. You are so smart. And I always tell people, I have two sets of gunkles. They were both, like, both sets were together for like 30 years and then 40 years. And then the partners, well, my biological uncles actually both passed. But anyway, both of them were like, they... They loved having nieces and nephews, but they did. They never wanted children, and they never regretted it. They were like, and they they honestly, they're so funny. I should have them on because they they do not understand the phenomenon of um gay men and women wanting kids because they that was like their favorite part of being gay. <laughs> they we're like, we don't want any fucking kids, and they've never and none of them have ever regretted it. So I think if that's how you feel, you should stick with your feeling because kids are a lot of work. And you know, honestly, if you don't want to have them, you just mess them up so much by bringing them into this world and really being distracted. So good for you. And I'm, I'm, I'm distracted. I'm listen,
0: I already have thousands of children. They're listening to this podcast right now. They are all my children, no matter how old they are, they are my babies. So I, it's not for me. I wouldn't be good at it and I would be way too selfish and Yeah, and I'm not going to be on my deathbed and say, well, now someone could take care of me because that isn't even such a guarantee that just because you have people that came out of you that they will be sitting by your deathbed when you're ready to pass on to another place. So it's not for me. And I have said this before. If I met someone with children, I would consider dating them. That's a whole different thing. The older the children, the better. But even (laughs) if they were young, I would consider that. But it's like, it's just mentally different. Those are your children. But I also don't believe in co-mingling bank accounts. So I'm going to die alone. So I what the fuck do I mean? I, I don't believe in well, ever. And I don't believe in ever getting married either. So
1: what I'm taking away from this is I just pray that you end up with Josh Flagg because then you would have I'll to die. move to LA. You would live at the Beverly Hills Hotel. I would come and have drinks and I could bring my kids so you could see what it was like. I would move to LA. I mean, I'm there
0: all the time and I would be in New York. My other husband, who's perfect for me, doesn't seem to want me. Jeff Lewis is the other one who's perfect for me. I don't care. I like a difficult personality. I I, I am so OCD in my house. You're making a face. You're not a fan of me and Jeff Lewis together. You're, you're not a Jeff fan of Jeff. Jeff seems
1: torturous. Jeff, like Josh Flagg seems like there is something lovable. By the way, Bobby is so hot. Like they were a stunning couple. I told you. Like stunning. Um. I don't know. Lewis seems like a lot. I mean, don't you think? I mean, and I'm really
0: good friends with Leah, with Leah Black from Miami. And she's really good friends with Jeff. Like, trust me, I've, I've thrown myself in that direction before. It just doesn't seem to be happening for me. But I mean, Jeff, (laughs) Jeff ends things. I mean, Jeff's difficult and that's why it ends with his people. Even after Gage, I, I don't know. I have a high threshold for difficultness. You just Like, gotta keep it. To, I mean, I don't mind. You can infiltrate it to me, but like, you won't change me, but I'm very OCD about my house. I'm a mess in my fucking life, but like my house is like, you could eat off the floor. And if something doesn't go in this drawer or that drawer, it goes into the garbage. Like there's no, it's either like the thing has a place or it's thrown out the window or thrown down the trash. You get, get it. All right. Get in here. my
1: own place in the Hamptons this summer.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> For like, a Hamptons on. rental. I don't give a fuck. All right, staying
1: down the road, okay.
0: (laughs) No, but just you know, my 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 house. But anyway, so Josh, I'm here. Love you, and Josh has those parties. They invite Adrian, Malouf, Tori, spelling, candy spelling. Like I'll I'll entertain with Josh all day. I'll throw a party.
1: That would be fabulous. Oh my god! So there's
0: that. Um. So okay, so that's summer house. I don't know how we got on all of this. Um, should we talk Salt Lake? We have rumored two new cast members. Yes,
1: because you seem to know something about them. I mean, I heard these two names. I mean, I wouldn't know them from April and Amy. So I, you know, tell, tell us, tell us, the,
0: tell us the names. No, I don't know anything about them. But I've observed. I have no one thing about them. But go on.
1: Well, Tina Edwards is a real tour in Utah. She, I think, is a great addition. She's a woman of color. I love that. Love that they're bringing the they're in diversity. Um, and then Angie Katzenavis. Katsinev- Am I saying it anywhere close? I usually like She's
0: a, a nice Greek gal.
1: Okay. Um, don't know much about her except for she owns this lunatic kind of hair salon uh, chain, it sounds like. Um, okay. Now, they, you know, looks very pretty in the pictures, in
0: her pictures. Look, they both look on brand to me. I mean, let's not forget... This is housewife, so I think we're going to film just like you know we did with Michelle Payas in New Jersey, and we did with Tracy Lynn Johnson, and we have a lot of friends of. So let's not count our let's not count our housewives just yet. Let's see if they're up to the task and they're able to okay. call housewives. I think they might end up as friends or one of them, but they physically look the part. Everyone looked them up. They look the part.
1: They and- do. Yep, I'm on. Um- right angie's uh instagram right now yeah keep going
0: and a realtor okay you know some tie-ins with that maybe one of the gals hey maybe jen is looking for a new place to rent we could tie in with that now i know that which one did you say was the not the realtor what's the other one's name
1: angie so angie is this uh, very attractive you're right very greek obviously very proud of it um Again, looks the part, looks the part. You want to hear some um,
0: gossip about Angie?
1: Yes. Give me yeah, the well, dirt. You said you teased something. Just two minor things. A,
0: she tried out for season one and didn't make it. That's that's what the word on the street is, according to my people. And which is no shade. I mean, Jenny, they all try out for a prior season. Try and guess what? Alert, alert. Now, I've talked about how I want to sleep with Evan Goldschneider, and I've talked about how I want to sleep with Ralph Pittman Jr. from that Atlanta down there. <laughs> we have someone else that I'd like to sleep with. Have you checked out Angie's husband? We got a hot husband over here in Salt Lake. Ooh, I love over. a hot He's husband cute. alert. Okay, Look wait, I'm him.
1: scrolling. <sighs> He's cute. Okay.
0: Okay. We have a new
1: husband, right? He's fucking fine. Oh. Yeah, they're all in like cowboy hats out there in yep. Utah. Ooh. Guys, there's another house um. husband that I would like to sleep with.
0: Sorry Angie, come on the show, but I really want to sleep with your man. That's about he it. Is- I think there's only three. Oh, you know who and I would throw Harry Hamlin at. That.
1: I'd sleep with Harry Hamlin too. Um absolutely. He's
0: he's, he's absolutely. very he's hot. He's distinguished and gorgeous. He just did an interview where he said that he doesn't pop Viagra but every every now and then like he's 70 but he still gets it up regularly Ah! for rena i mean this is not a lie it's an interview it's out there I I can't wait for my I think it was on radio I think it was with Andy so there you go
1: okay this guy Angie's husband I mean this dude looks like Joe Rogan from the body down but like way hotter face I mean this guy's like in the gym he's lifting up like dead bells or whatever oh. they—I don't even know dumbbells. I don't even know what they're called because I don't go to the gym. Can you tell? Check oh out, my God,
0: gorgeous, gorgeous, and check out the Father's Day post. He's doing a little TikTok with his little daughter over there, like dancing, like swaying the hips, and you know, sashaying down the runway. So I like he's, it. He's, he's not, and you know, he's not opposed to embracing his, you know, feminine side. Love it.
1: Okay. Um, I'm here for these guys. Just
0: alert on that. I think, you know, we're not going to miss, you know, I think Mary was great. And, you know, there's Jenny and I think Salt Lake is going to be, this was the best season of a housewife show in so long. And I think it's going to be great next season. So there's that now. Oh, this poll that's going around. People are now saying like, who do you feel? more warm to erica or jenshaw is that what it is
1: i loved this i saw this tweet and it was so great it was um a side-by-side of erica and jen and it said who Through these scandals, who's become more likable to you? And I was like, oh, that's a great question. Because what's funny is I actually love Jen Shaw through the scandals so much. And that's terrible because she probably defrauded people out of their Medicare, Medicaid, completely scammed them. You know, they thought they were getting like a new doctor or whatever, signed away their life so she could buy Chanel and everybody at Louis Vuitton. I mean, that's terrible. It's terrible. Like she actually probably knew what she was doing versus Erica is just guilt by association. But it's so fascinating, isn't it? Like, who are you? Who do you think is more likable through their scandal?
0: Well, I was going to ask you, first of all, like, what did the comments say? Because I would assume that 90, like, did anybody say Erica? Anybody? I mean, I'm really curious. I feel the same thing you do. I feel like everyone is now turned. Everyone has pled guilty except for Jen Shah. There's not one person left. Um, So if she's guilty, we're looking at some serious stuff here. She's being accused of actually doing things and Erica's being accused of really nothing other than knowing all sorts of things. So there is a little bit of a difference. You're right. You would think that you would, but there is something more inherently likable in Jen Shah. There is. I can't explain why. I don't particularly not warm and fuzzy towards either, but I think Jen would win for me, it. yeah.
1: It's so strange because I, I want to use the word warmth, but like they're neither one of them are like warm, but there's just something, I guess, more, I don't know, likable or, you know what it is? I think it's like Erica doesn't, like Jen seems to have a little bit more of a sense of humor, if that makes sense. Yeah. And Jen and Erica just like doesn't really I don't know. Doesn't really have it. Oh god, I was trying to look find this. I mean,
0: Erica is just like everybody can go fuck themselves, and like
1: yeah, team Team people, team Jen Shaw, Erica, happy it worked out. No one ever truly thought she had a hand in anything. However, the way she acted was just so questionable.
0: It hasn't Um, worked out, guys. Like there's no, not everything is dropped against Erica. It's being refiled.
1: You're right. It's all Jen, Jen. And not that she shouldn't do the time. if found guilty. I agree. If she's guilty, it's awful what she did. And I'm not a Jen fan in general. Did you write this? But I find her to be far more likable than Erica.
0: I yeah. would kind of agree with that. I would kind of agree with that. You know, everybody
1: like, is team Jen.
0: That's yeah. what I would think. So I wonder, I, I really, my gut says it is probably because, look, we 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 hate the housewife and then the next season comes and then we like that person look at Luann I fucking hated a lot of people hated Luann the first season or two the yeah contest. Luann
1: was so unlikable you're right and then like she did turn a 180 and you know but Luann kind of had fun once she launched that countess tour it was like oh, count- it was so great you know like
0: is in the building baby
1: yeah it um, was so good like it just did a 180 for me
0: so good so there you go um Yeah, no, I mean, for between those two, I would say Jen, and that's that. Um, What else do we, oh, I mean, I do my weekly dives on Patreon with Kim D, um, but uh, what do we think over here of, uh, what do you think of RHL and J? Anything, uh, got any thoughts? Okay. Teresa's kids speaking up, we got, are are you enjoying this? I am.
1: You know know what, I'm, and you know what, I'm because I, 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 I was always fascinated with Tiki Barber's um, affair story with his wife. They don't say a lot on the show, but I really I but I, I kind of want them to be. I, I kind of want them to stay. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I like I like Tiki Barber. I like and um, I like his wife. And I want them to reveal more because I'm very fascinated about their lives. Like he was, I mean, I'm sure you recall this, but he was like set to be television royalty. I mean, his career was on the path of Matt Lauer. Like they were going to make him, you know, I wouldn't be, I would not have been surprised if that's And then, you know, now when you look back, it's like, was that even really a scandal? I mean, yeah, he cheated on his pregnant wife, which is absolutely horrible, but really, I mean, in hindsight of what we've seen these men do on me too, was it really that fucking Big of a deal. I mean, I don't know. Did I just sound like no?
0: Like, would it be (laughs) no? I mean, like, if it happened today, would it be that big a deal? And listen, I like the Teekster. There, I'm loving the Teekster. It's just funny. It's just funny, right? It's just funny that like this is the Teekster, and here he comes. And like this man, like you're all like this is child's play. Like this guy and this woman have been through this like before any of you were born. OK, yes. like like Jennifer yes. Aiden before when you were in your mother's womb, not knowing what was going on. Th- these people were dealing with like an international
1: scandal, right? So like, I mean, that man lost is- his career. He lost his career like he was on Howard Stern. Great interview. He needs to be on your show. Tiki does.
0: Trust me, I'd like to I'd like to take stuff
1: that takes needs to do your show because, you know, he basically says like everyone I think Matt, I think don't quote me. You have to listen and you'll ask him this when he's on your show. But I mean, I think was he on Stern
0: recently though or like way back?
1: Maybe it was a year ago. No. Okay. And he basically was like the day that that happened and all unfolded, like everyone that he had worked with at today, like stopped speaking to him. Like Al Roker, like everybody. Like, I mean, no, I think, I think maybe like Kathy Lee or um, maybe Hoda or someone had called him to see if he was okay. Like he was dead to them. After working with them, after it's just, it's so amazing to me, like how petty, you know, TV people can be sometimes. Um, But anyway, I mean, you know, he was like obviously in love with this woman. So
0: that's the thing. It's like, you know. but I mean, at the same time, like when she gets involved, he's probably like, whatever, do the fucking reality show. Like we've been through so much worse. So what's what's going to happen? I mean, it's coming out for a whole new generation, but it's like, it's already out there, people. So like, just do the stupid show. We've been through worse before, right?
1: I mean, it's shitty. And I think, I think when they started having the affair, like she was basically like in college or, and I know she was like an intern at, you know, NBC or something. So, you know, I mean, it, it was, look, it was poorly done. I'm sure he regrets it, but he obviously was like in love with her. And, you know, I don't know. In in hindsight of what we've seen these other men do, it's like, I don't know, Uh, everything over that.
0: I'm loving New Jersey though, this season totally. Me agree. too.
1: I'm so in it. I love it. I actually love Teresa and Louie. I love Louie. Like I, I like Louie. I kind All of. tell right. us
0: about that. That's, you know, this and Kim D does not. So let's really? hear, let's, let, let's, let's hear the opposite well, opinion this week, guys. So, cause you know, cause we, we, we let everyone voice their opinion here.
1: Kim probably knows more of the word on the street than I do clearly, but I love, I love that he's emotionally available. I think he's really into Teresa. I think he tries to deal with things head on. I think there's an awkwardness about him that he's not quite comfortable in front of the camera yet. You know, he's doing it for Teresa. He knows the deal, but he's not quite comfortable with himself. Um, But I love it. I love that he's on a spiritual journey and um, I think he's good for her. I really like it. Yes, but you know, again, maybe Kim... Kim probably knows things I don't know. I just know them from television. That's it.
0: She has a much different opinion. But look, I mean, <laughs> I hope, look, I do think there's something about somebody who dates a lot of people and it doesn't work out and you might've treated them like shit. But you have, if you meet the person that is your person, it all changes, right? So I, I do believe that like, However shitty you must've been in the past or whatever skeletons, like, well, what happens when you meet your actual person? It, you might be a, you might be a different person. I don't know. That is your, that's the other argument. I've said this to Kim on air. I mean, I'm not so, I'm so mixed about Louie. I, I do know a lot of things and I know a lot of people. Oh, you do?
1: Oh, and and what do they say? He's phony. Like what he's presenting is all bullshit. And he's really kind of like a scammer too. Like he's.
0: Well, now I know one of his exes. I've spoken to an ex who might be making an appearance behind the
1: road. And the thing
0: is, so look, I mean, you can just, you know, it's just more like the same type of thing Kim says, like, this is a narcissist who Mm. has a plan and it ends a certain way. And it's just like. I don't know, but here is the thing, like a lot of these women that he's been with that I know have left him allegedly, you know, I'm just going on hearsay. So that's where, to me, it's interesting because someone acts a certain way eventually and these women leave. Teresa doesn't leave. She didn't really leave. Oh my God. She's so
1: Joe had to be extradited essentially to Italy before she really, you know, I mean, it was like, you know, until, until he wasn't uh, welcome back in this country, it really wasn't over. You know, I mean, uh, I pray for Teresa. He's such a good guy. I, I, you know, as I just am rooting for her, you know, she's been through it all and like to survive and keep going and raise four girls and be with, uh, I fucking hate Joe so much. Joe is such a meathead, you know, uh, and i think yeah. most
0: oh, there's a lot of people that root for teresa i think that's the thing like i don't think she's so you know is she warm and fuzzy in real life
1: eh. no no i'm
0: sure not but you root for her right like you do root she's given so much to the show she's given so much to like everything right so like well, why I- not I think
1: over the years, I I can't say she's my favorite housewife, but I think what I've appreciated is the loyalty. Like, like she is loyal and, you know, she loves her daughters. And, you know, I do think this whole going to prison, we did see a whole new side of her, you know, um, and I don't know, there's, you know, there's something about her that is likable, even though she's not warm and fuzzy.
0: I I agree. I agree. Anything else going on? I mean, I told you somebody reached out to me from one of your worlds. You, you cover thousand pounds and, and oh, you know, yes, yes. Um, I don't know a thousand pounder from a sister wife. I don't know any of that shit, but somebody has reached out to me that would like to make an appearance here behind the rope. I, I think say. you
1: texted me their name. Isn't it one of the doctors on, um, my feet are killing me.
0: Uh, Right. So first of all, what show exists that is called My Feet Are Killing Me? Let's just start (laughs) with that. I mean, mean, talk about you you reading... Talk about you reading Candace, um, Candace's text and then getting in trouble. I mean, I guess I shouldn't read everything that this gentleman said to me, but he's a model. Okay, let's do we have any shirtless pictures for this gentleman? Let's see. Okay,
1: let's see this, honey. Look, it's people that have, as you can imagine, my feet are killing me, growths, you know, ingrown toenails that have never been. <laughs> it's it's oh wait, I was... is this guy
0: like a guest? Is it like, is that what it is? Like, no, it's not a doctor, it's one of the guests. I'm not trying to shade this person, it's just like. We can't take everybody here behind the rope. Um,
1: it's not the hot I, doctor. I, there's
0: no criticism because I said that once and someone came after me. Eh, I wanted to come on, and you think you're better than me? No, I don't. I'm just. I'm not working a 25th fucking hour in the day. Um, TLC.
1: It's not patient. the hot doctor, Brad. No, this guy's a
0: patient. He's a patient and the nudist. A nudist.
1: Oh, well, that sounds and- interesting
0: he's a patient and a 2000 American reality television recipient as best new cast for the show. My scene. I'm not, I, I'm not making this guy feel bad. It's just like, I got to research who this is. And like, I would like to have everyone on, but I just, I just, I have to like, I have to focus on what these listeners want. That's all that matters. But I will say lovely this, gentleman I'm- who reached He seems like a lovely gentleman. I just got to figure out who this is. And if we could have him on at some point.
1: I love TLC, but I cannot get into, I mean, they have a new show out called stuck and it is people that get objects stuck in their body. And the only one I could oh watch God. was the woman who got a vibrator stuck in her butthole. Like that one was comical. Like I could do that, but they have a woman on in like last week's episode that got a high heel stuck in her. Eye. Like, I am not interested in, Oh my God.
0: a high I'm heel. Not eye? That sounds like horror, like
1: really some freak accent. I just like, I can't do, my feet are killing me is all kinds of people that have like warts that have overgrown their feet. And now they can't walk. Like, I can't, that how do you watch that? And then me neither even i've had dr pimple popper on love her she's amazing she's great at giving you a skincare routine but i don't need her, to I see her. On. you should have her on she's she's really fascinating but i don't need to see her cut eight eight pound you know blackhead that's become infected that someone left for 20 years off someone's back like i'm i'm good
0: i don't <laughs> exactly. blame you no no, no. i know. I, I, know. It's like... I do not blame you at all
1: but look you should have her on she has like something like 14 million followers on tiktok of people that watch her you know remove pus and everything that's the thing go for it but i am i cannot watch these shows sorry
0: um i don't blame you no david i think we covered it all i think you you love your tlc though You love it.
1: I do. I love, I'm obsessed. I mean, 90 day fiance before the 90 days, honestly, welcome to Plathville. It is so good. I mean, my husband is always like TLC is just basically all kinds of shows where nothing happens. And I'm like, I know, but it's so fascinating. It's just, their shows are so good. I'm obsessed with this new one, thousand pound best friends, which is four friends that weigh over a thousand pounds together and they're trying to lose weight and they're hysterical. they're all
0: best friends.
1: Yeah. And you know, I'm not sure that it's going well. But they're entertaining to watch well, i mean well i mean that sounds kind of
0: entertaining but like i just can't take on life that. i i can I, I can't take on another show it's like we're, we're at the we're at the max
1: unless you, bravo has another
0: show for us
1: you are such an insider candy and the gang we gotta watch i want your review oh, yeah. you said this. we have to do a review on that because you've said it's a hot number it's gonna be good well
0: I don't know, but I have, I mean, if it's like the new Vanderpump, look, they're doing a lot of press, Miss Burris has landed in the city of York, new, Miss Candy is in town, everybody, for everyone who lives in New York.
1: Oh, are we getting ready to have a little spoiler here?
0: Go hit the streets. The one, the only Miss Candy Burris has landed in New York. And she is here. She was at the Stock Exchange last week with Todd and Don Juan and Mama Joyce. And uh, Miss Burris is doing press all week, guys. This The show is hers. This is, listen, Miss Burris has wanted this spinoff for a really long time. So I uh, I think Candy's, Candy's a big wig, you know, she's... She's she's like she's she's like a rima. She has a whole life outside of Housewives. So I hope that uh I hope this show does well for Miss Burris. Me too. Very curious. Okay. You know. Um, well, where can everyone find you? They can find me behind the velvet rope on Apple, on Spotify, lots of other places, podcasts are found, or just go to Instagram at behind velvet rope. By the way, we have clips on YouTube all day. Sarah, your clips are doing really well, by the way. Um, so we we
1: love us together. Yes. Yeah. Like
0: share clips. So, you know, for all of the YouTube people out there that are watching on YouTube, Thank you for watching. It's not full podcast, it's clips. So you you gotta choose. You wanna listen to the full chat? That would be me, but love our YouTube fan base. And that is building up. I don't know what's going on. I'm having a moment. YouTube, the YouTube is becoming a thing out of nowhere. And I don't know. I wish I knew the magic sauce of how we got here. But I don't, but it seems to be working. but it's
1: working. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I love, you know, David. Obviously, I adore us doing these shows together. The Sarah Fraser Show fans love you. They love Behind the Velvet Rope. Of course, the Sarah Fraser show. I do a lot of TLC reality stars. So if you do watch Bravo and then you watch 90 Days and you watch Darcy and Stacy, I have a lot of them on. I put out new episodes Monday through Wednesday. The Sarah Fraser show is everywhere. Podcasts are played, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio. Um and I'm on TikTok. I do a lot of my stuff on TikTok, the Sarah Fraser show and Instagram, same name.
0: Oh, you're just everywhere. Um, <laughs> I'm trying
1: to keep up with you.
0: Well, you'll be back next week. We have a lot to say, guys. We have a lot to say. Ooh, I can't wait. And, uh, you know, we'll see. You know, at some point when Kim exits the building... Um, And there's no more Kim on Patreon. These lovely chats of ours might be Patreon only because we got to do something for Patreon. But right now, baby, you're on the main feed. Just people are getting getting to know you. They're loving you. And uh, hopefully that's all working out for you over there.
1: So it is. (laughs) <laughs> David, I'm always very grateful for you. And um, I hope I send people your way too. So I, love you. That. I, you know what? I
0: think you do. I think someone the other day told me they were listening to me because of you. So thank you.
1: Love you. Love you. All right, David.
0: <sighs> Keep in touch. Bye,
1: gorgeous. Bye. Talk to, you,
0: talk to you later, baby gorgeous. Bye.
1: Bye. See you soon.